Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome to 1111 Talk Radio. It is great to be with you again. I have an exciting show for you today, and it is all about your health and wellness because it is time to get well now. With the last year that we've had and so many people being at home or quarantined, there's been plenty of time to eat all kinds of things, to put on a little bit of a, a pudge in the middle, to gain some weight, to perhaps have a lot of different other issues that took place besides COVID that we didn't even realize were going on. And now that the vaccinations are out and many people are getting those vaccinations, people are going to be getting out more and more and probably flooding the restaurants in different places. In all of this, we have to take a look at how we're eating and how is that affecting our health. It is time to heal yourself with food and with the power of the mind. And my guest today is Dr. Meg Hayworth, and she is going to be our guide. Her book, Get Well Now, is written for anyone struggling with a chronic condition that has been led to believe that you can never recover. Her book is the antidote to permanently change those beliefs and help you heal using food and your own powerful mind. And it is a power-packed little book that really will have you open your eyes and ears to everything that's going on when it comes to your health and wellness, and especially around food. Dr. Meg Hayworth is a trusted wellness expert, eight-time best-selling author, speaker, and podcast host with over two decades of both personal and professional experience. Having healed from fibromyalgia, IBS, ulcers, chronic fatigue syndrome, depression, PTSD, and brain injuries from being struck by lightning in her own body, she knows what it truly takes to get well and stay that way. Her experience helping thousands through her years as a celebrity chef, wellness advisor, and doctor of transpersonal psychology, focusing on women abuse survivors, has been distilled into this practical guide for your health and wellness. And she has been featured on many sources of media, such as NBC Nightly News, the LA Times, and the Huffington Post, to name a few. You can find out more about her. Sign up for her email list and find out about all of her other books and services at meghayworth.com. That's meg, H-A-W-O-R-T-H.com. And her link is in the bio description. Welcome, Meg, to 1111 Talk Radio. It is a pleasure to have you here. Hey there. Thank you so much for having me be a part of your show. I'm very excited. Well, I think it's probably a really critical time for a lot of people. You know, it's interesting, prior to COVID, uh, there were all types of issues, health issues that everyone was dealing with or taking, uh, bringing attention to or having to uh, encounter in their lives or with people and friends and family in their lives. And then the whole Mm -hmm. talk of COVID came and it's like everything else disappeared. But what causes all of those different issues has not disappeared and that has everything to do with the food that we eat. And so I was thrilled to read your book and um, have dug right into it to really uh, discover some things even for myself. But before we get Mm -hmm. started, I want to get your take on 
how you feel like this time period over the last year uh, has impacted individuals in terms of, uh, of their personal health and can they turn that around? Because I think people have been more sedentary and people probably have pulled at things to ease some of the emotional, uh, mm-hmm. some of the emotional issues caused by uh, the isolation or the stress or just dealing with the different factors that COVID had, had also brought on. So I'd love to start right there and get your take on things from that perspective. Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, interesting that you had said um, that all those other things disappeared in, in sort of in the shadow of COVID. But I think what, what really happened is that w- the focus shifted. Um, we we weren't really focusing on those those things because everybody was sort of, everybody was afraid. Nobody knew what was going to happen next. We were watching these numbers rise. We were not watching these people that we care about get sick and pass on. There were just a lot of uh, deeper issues happening, but what I what I saw happening a lot too is that people did end up getting sicker. They in, did end up gaining more weight, which is a sign of inflammation. Um, alcohol sales went up uh, like thirty percent. So people are drinking more. They're eating more sugar. They're trying to find comfort in and really what was a, a collective global trauma that we all went through together. And and you know we're sort of coming out of it now and. I mean, I know some people that were, you know, I'm going to use this time to exercise and eat well, and um, and then they really changed their diet and their health around, and then, um, but I'm I'm hearing more and more people were going through the the, the weight gain and the you know the COVID 15, you know, when we start naming the problems, um, and uh, what happens too when you when you eat sugar and alcohol and uh, are sedentary, then that also makes you more and more vulnerable to viruses, to bacteria, to disease in general. So I, I think that we might have in some ways a worse, worse health crisis than we had prior to COVID, but those numbers aren't really seen yet because we're, the focus is really still on you know, eradicating the virus as, as best we can, um, or not eradicating the virus, but protecting ourselves from it the best we can. And one of the best ways really is through food and exercise and good sleep and all of that. You wrote this book for all those who suffer from chronic illness. Um, But as I was reading the book, I was looking at our psychology and our emotional state that leads Mm -hmm. oftentimes to the abuse of food or the wrong choices or our mental health. Um, And that in itself is its own type of of chronic illness. And so um, I want you to first start off as to what brought you to this place of really getting to know about food in your own life. I I read off of your bio so many things that you had going on in your own life in terms of illness and then to, to be struck by lightning on top of that and have to deal with all of the rehabilitation that that required. Um, Talk a little bit about your own journey from chronic illness to, to get well now. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, so, you know, by the time I was in my 20s, I had over a dozen illnesses and was in and out of doctor's offices um, during that decade, which is, you know, a decade where most people are having a lot of fun and, you know, enjoying their lives. And, and I did my best, of course. Um, but uh, at the same time, I, I, you know, I was sick and I just kept getting sicker and sicker, more and more diagnoses piling on top of each other with irritable bowel syndrome and 
and depression and PTSD and um, chronic sinusitis and muscle spasms in my neck and upper back and just um, all kinds of digestive distress, including pre-ulcerous condition of the stomach. So um, so I was really a mess and, and again, getting worse and worse. And um, I had this turning point moment where I was reading a an article on alternative medicine in the Washingtonian magazine. I'm from D.C., and uh, I could barely hold the magazine up. I was in so much pain because I was, had such severe muscle spasms in my neck and upper back. From I thought it was just from scoliosis, but I learned later it had a lot to do with the food I was eating um, and the inflammation that was being caused in my body. So, um, so I could hardly hold up this magazine. I'm reading about chiropractic care, and I'm thinking, oh, that would be great for so-and-so. And, and then it clicked with me, like, wait a minute, what about you? You, you you can't you're you're practically crying reading this magazine because you're in so much pain. So it clicked with me that I needed to do something different in that moment. And so I called a friend of mine who was just raving about her chiropractor, and I made the call that day. And that one phone call um, seemed so benign at the time, but it really changed the course of my life because by going to this chiropractor, she opened up nutrition and yoga and meditation and all of these ways to heal myself. And that, that's key right there, heal myself. I was no longer looking at somebody else to give me a pill to make me better or to decide what was wrong with me and this is how we treat it for every single person who comes in here. It was heal myself. And that became the theme of my life. In that well, I think experience. that that's... That's the thing is we, we've become a society that is that quick fix. Give me a Band-Aid for the solution. Let me pop a pill and move on. Um, let me ignore the issues that are creating what's going on in my body because I have too many other things to do. And so for a lot of people, to simply change their diet is going to be one of the hardest things in the world, to let go mm-hmm. of the meds in their medicine cabinet are go- is mm-hmm. going to seem like insanity because that's what they depend on. So what do you say to individuals that 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 have to make those choices that that have to really get to a place where where they understand um, that the cabinet full of pills is not fixing the issue that it is something deeper and requires a different approach? It's going to depend on the individual and where they are in their own healing journey. Um, some of them will be uh, maybe aware that that food could heal them, um, and that you know meditation and yoga and all these other different uh, aspects of of healing could help them. Um, and others, you know, some people. It just really it's a case by case basis because some people will really need to radically change overnight because they've gotten a catastrophic illness diagnosis. Um, uh, or they've, they've uh, celiac disease, for instance. Um, now you can't have any gluten. How am I going to do this? Um, but for most people, the sooner you start taking care of this, the better off you'll be. I mean, I was only 27 when I when I started changing my diet, and I had to do a radical change um, to help me heal. Um, it, but uh, I still continue to refine my diet because as you age, and I'm all, I'm 53 now, so as you age, you just become, you have to continue refining your diet based on what the 
feedback that your body's giving you. So, so my best advice really is like if you're thinking about this and you know that you really, really have to and you're at that I'm done place, like I cannot do this anymore, I'm really hurting myself and I love myself so much, um, then to start incrementally, um, you know, maybe adding in a greens powder first, like an organic greens powder um, to get some more uh, nutrition into your body. Um, but, you know, again, it's case by case because it's, it really depends on what the illness is, what the symptoms are, and what's going on with the person. And that's, that's another thing I think it's really important to note is that um, healthcare and healing yourself is not a one-size-fits-all journey. It's a, it's a you've got your own personal journey and, um, and to have people, have a team of people to help you or, you know, just to begin that yourself um, it's, it's, there's a lot of power in that, just taking your healing into your own hands and following that inner guidance to help lead you to the people that are going to help you get well. And so it can be uh, both an allopathic and a holistic um, ladder for some people, and for others it can be uh, a, a quick change where they, they really have the discipline and the focus to move uh, towards nutrition and some of the other holistic modalities um, so when you're saying yeah. that, there really is, it is, there is no right or wrong. It really is a case-by-case basis. Yes. And um, it, having the approach of the holistic and the allopathic, you know, if, for me personally and for many of my clients, it's a, a weaning process and you really need both. Like if you're weaning yourself or titrating down off of meds um, that you've been on for a long time, you really need to be under the care of the doctor while you're doing that. So, um, and uh, so, I mean, I know I went through that as well because I was on like probably nine different uh, pharmaceutical drugs and I don't take anything now um, except for, you know, herbs or supplements just when I need help. Um, but uh, that's or, or preventative right now. I'm on some supplements preventative just to, you know, when COVID, we're all exposed to COVID um, to, to help my immune system just keep fighting it off when the exposures come. You know, patterns and behaviors are hard to break. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. the willpower is not there. Sometimes it is uh, a palate addiction. Whatever it is, sometimes those patterns can be hard to break. So even if someone were to so-called get clean, um, it is easy to slip back in. And you yourself, after getting healthy, uh, kind of found yourself go on a binge where you immediately mm-hmm. saw um, that, that you started to get sick again. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think um, there was a, a, a some misinformation in the the uh, medical world that said that you know after you've cleared an allergy, that some people can go back, and you know for some people they could, but um, you know I had gluten and dairy allergies, and I thought okay I can go back. My my system was really strong. I was um, my stomach was better. Everything was better, and I was just doing great. And so I thought well I'll I'll try some gluten and see how I do. And see that getting back into that and then, oh, a little more, oh, a little more, oh, I'm fine, oh, I'm fine. And then I ended up with another, you know, cascade of health events um, that led to an even worse diagnosis of fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome and then an autoimmune disease. So, um, So if you are fortunate enough to come across this kind of information and then change your habits, to change them for life is really your best bet. And nowadays, there are so many swaps 
Um, so many wonderful, wonderful tasting foods that don't make you feel like you're missing out on anything. And that's been a big part of my career has been focusing on helping people get that, which is how I even end up, ended up in celebrities' kitchens to help them with their diets. The more tastes great. <laughs> the more industrialized the society becomes, the more it offers quick solutions for a fast world spinning out of control. In the U.S., there are endless ways to grab a quick bite at a very cheap price. We're duped into the idea that cheaper and faster are better solutions for our lives because they offer ease and fulfill our need to feel fulfilled and satisfied. Well tasting great. The truth about that is that we are being controlled by food companies that really aren't producing and supplying real food for us. This is from Dr. Meg Hayworth's book, Get Well Now, Healing Yourself with Food and the Power of the Mind. She's a trusted wellness expert, eight-time best-selling author, speaker, and podcast host with over two decades of both personal and professional experience. You can find out more at her website, meghayworth.com. That's meghayworth.com, and you can find that link in the bio description. We'll be right back after these messages. want more more joy more abundance more power and presence how would it feel to have more loving relationships more empowered community greater fulfillment and life purpose the 1111 mastermind community inspires empowers guides and supports transformation shift your mind expand your heart deepen insights let go and chart a new course dream a new dream the 1111 mastermind community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion go to courses.1111mag.com that's courses.1111mag.com change begins with you let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. 
Welcome back. Before I get back to my conversation with Dr. Meg Hayworth on Getting Well Now, I want to mention a special offer that my 1111 listeners have, and that is 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, wants to support you in achieving greater happiness today. They want to know if you have thought about what's interfering with your happiness and if that is preventing you from achieving your goals. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash 11, and you spell out the word 11. This is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online, and the beauty is you can start communicating in under 48 hours. There's a broad range of expertise available, which might not be locally available in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account at any time, send a message to your counselor. You will get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you don't ever have to leave your home or office. You can uh, avoid sitting in uncomfortable waiting rooms and avoid any commute times. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash 11. You can go to their website and read their testimonials. They post those daily, and you can join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with a, the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Again, that special offer for 1111 Talk Radio listeners is 10% off your first month. Just go to betterhelp.com forward slash 11 and spell out the word 11. One other thing I'd like to tell you about is the after party on stereo. So every week, right after the 1111 Talk Radio show, you can join in the conversation Just slip on over to the Stereo app, download that, and set up your avatar and join the conversation. Find me at Simran1111, and you will be able to participate in the conversations. We often talk a lot about the things that the guests have been uh, speaking on, and we have dialogues and discussions. You can ask questions. You can share your wisdom. You can converse with my guest for that week. I would love to have you, and it's an opportunity for me to connect directly with you, hear your voice, and also respond to any of your questions. So download the Stereo app. You can go to the banner at, in the middle of my Voice America show page, click on that, and then set up your avatar, and you can uh, subscribe to all the shows that we have upcoming. It's an opportunity for me to share you and many other people while also creating community. So I hope you'll join us for the after show. Also, the brand new 1111 magazine is out and it is available for free always at the 1111mag.com website. So definitely allow yourself to be inspired and nourished by its pages. There are more than 80,000 chemicals in the U.S. today. Over 10,000 of them are in our food supply. Those chemicals are produced for one reason, bottom line, profits. These chemicals include artificial colors, artificial sweeteners, artificial flavors, preservatives, and additives that make you want to eat more and more of the food. Because the chemicals in the food you're eating are addictive, like heroin or cocaine or opiate-based pharmaceutical drugs. 
They are addictive. This is from Dr. Meg Hayworth's book, Get Well Now, Healing Yourself with Food and the Power of the Mind. You can find out more about Meg at meghayworth.com. You can find out how to work with her and any of the events that she has going on along with uh, all of the books that she's written uh, and access to this one. Welcome back, Meg. I want to talk a little bit about um, about some of the chemicals that we have. It, it seems like they are rampant and and they're in everything. And I think that oftentimes it's so easy to to grab what's there or to listen to a hungry stomach and just want to get it filled and not really in that moment make the conscious choice of what is best for the body. Um, I've often heard that we are really supposed to only purchase things from the outside rim of a grocery store and really not go to any of the inner aisles. Talk to me a little bit about shopping and what's in some of the foods that we're eating and feeding our kids. Yeah, um, food chemicals are a, are a big problem. I mean, and I think there's an assumption that because it's on the shelf, it's safe, that it's been approved, and um, it's actually not not the truth. Um, in most cases, uh, what's happened is that the, the um, scientists have been hired by the food companies, and then they sent the information to the FDA. The FDA doesn't actually check it. They just mark it as generally recognized as safe um, when it may or may not be. Um, we just don't know. And what's happened is what we've all just been sort of uh, long-term case studies on the effects of food chemicals um, as they've discovered them more and more um, and how they're they're affecting our mood, they're affecting our um, our you know, our weight, our inflammation, um, uh, they affect really every area of our lives. And, and most people just don't even really think about it. They don't know how to read a label or they may just think, okay, well, you know, whatever, it's quick, it's easy. My kids love it, you know? So, um, but there's, there are ways around all of this. Luckily in the U S we have a lot of choices. And, um, like you said, the outer ring of the, the grocery stores to shop that, um, and to go to specific grocery stores, I mean, I, I really always will say organic food is the best, um, it, it, you know, just from the tests that they've done on it. And um, what you're swallowing when you are eating food that is conventionally raised with herbicides and pesticides. And um, one of the great resources that I uh, really love um, to, to direct people to um, is uh, it's a consumer group that really looks at, in fact, they have an entire database of chemicals, um, and they really look at, at you know, what's, what's in our food, and they help us with that. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but the name is escaping me at the moment, which is so crazy, because they're so good. Environmental Work Group, um, Working Group, um, EWG, um, they're a wonderful resource. If you want to learn more about this, um, because it's very, very important to understand what you're putting in your body, so... Yeah, that's and a good, specifically, a good specifically with cancer, many of the oils uh, that the hydrogenated oils are doing a lot of damage to the body. And I've I've read of many cases. I get so many books across my desk, and I've read of many mm-hmm. cases where cancer patients have refused some of the medical treatment and have really gone to nutrition and mindset mm-hmm. to truly heal themselves. And I, uh, I noticed in the beginning of the book, you were dedicating to some individuals that uh, had had to deal with cancer as well. Have you found that 
um, shifting the nutrition and the mindset is a really beneficial piece, particularly uh, with so many things that seem to be linked to cancer right now. Yes, absolutely. There's so much uh, research on this, and I think that the greatest research we have are the people that have actually said, you know what, no, you know, I'll, I'll do the surgery, but I won't do chemo, and I'll focus on, you know, taking care of my body with food, with mindset, and it's and, and even deeper than mindset is really the, the, uh, the, the emotional root cause, which is something that I really work um, with people on because I work from the holistic perspective, but I've seen, especially things like cancer, for instance, have an emotional root cause um, that's typically associated with resentment, long-held resentments and fear, and I've helped people with really releasing, understanding those connections, how that's affecting their body, and helping them release that from their their physical bodies, and I've watched so many incredible things happen um, through that and also through supporting the body with, with food. Um, to help them heal their bodies, um, it, it, it makes sense. You know, we're organic creatures, you know, and we are natural creatures. And to to feed our bodies with natural substances that are are going to help the body heal itself because it really is a self-healing mechanism. It knows exactly what it needs to get well. And, um, and that happens on all levels holistically. So that happens on mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. In the book, you write that uh, there's little to no nutrition in the food that most of us are being fed today, and that we are, the average American is actually slowly dying of food poisoning. I found that to be a really powerful statement, and um, I don't think most people look at food in that way. They don't look at the fact that something they pick up off the shelf would actually be food poisoning. Can you share a little more about that? Yeah, absolutely. And it was a really bold statement for me to make, but um, having watched this for so many years and what it did in my own body, it just, if you are swallowing a chemical day after day after day for years and years and years, um, and it's affecting you adversely, some people may not be affected the way that you are, but it could be affecting you um, adversely and, and causing slowly causing a disease that eventually uh, takes your life, then that's that's a slow poisoning, in my opinion, and uh, and that's I think uh, there's something really wrong there, you know that um, that we're okaying this on the mass level, um, and that we're all saying and we're all buying into it. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that, but um, but yeah, I think it's it's. It's something that if, when you think of it this way, it makes you really wonder, wow, what, what did I swallow today? And that's one thing I'll tell people is, is, is start making a food journal of what time you ate something, what time you have a symptom, you know, how much longer after you've, you've eaten that thing. And just, you know, just an honest thing, every single thing you put in your mouth and, and how that's affecting your body. And that's one of the easiest ways to begin to make that mind-body connection of, oh, wow, okay, this thing I'm swallowing is making that thing happen. And then you go and read the labels, and then you start going, wow, what's, what is this thing I'm putting? Oh, my gosh, that's like 20 syllables long. What am I putting in my body? So you start investigating, and you'll uncover all of this stuff on your own, and, and you'll also, you're also your own laboratory. So you'll start to see changes in your internal laboratory of your body 
when you start to eliminate certain food chemicals, you know, and you can just start with like your coffee creamer, for instance, go to coconut milk instead of um, coffee mate, you know, just really look up some of those ingredients that are in that. Um, And those could be the culprit, the thing that's really causing the problem in your own body. So, Meg, what is toxic burden and how quickly can someone shift their body out of toxic burden? Um, Toxic burden is the load of chemicals that you can take on in any given day, moment, year, lifetime, basically. So it's all those chemicals that you're exposed to, the ones that you are swallowing, the ones that you're putting on your skin, you're putting in your hair, you're spraying in the air on your countertops. Um, so just start thinking of all the different chemicals that are in your environment, your your immediate environment, and and how much you're using those and how your body has to process all of those. And whether you're breathing something in because you're spraying breeze on the, the couch, um, you know, because it's musty in here or something, you know, just start thinking of things that way. That's your toxic burden, not how many chemicals you're taking in. Um, and you're exposed to, and that you can begin to uh, to turn that around, and you can start with just one thing. And I think when you start thinking of how overwhelming this is, you know, people just shut down. They're just like, no, it's too much, too many things. But you can just start with one thing. Like I said, just start with your coffee creamer in the morning. Um, start with that that um, spray you're using on your countertop, and you know, does it hurt your lungs when you spray it? And and is that affecting you. Well, okay, that hurts. I don't want that in my environment. So maybe you want to finish that bottle or maybe you want to give it away to somebody and try, you know, an organic kind of uh, spray for your countertop. You know, there's, um, so just, and that's, I think it's important to know that you can do these things incrementally. It can really take you quite a while to really shift your diet and shift your lifestyle because it's the whole thing. Um, and some people, if you're like an all or nothing kind of person, like I'm throwing it all out right now, I'm sifting it all right now, that's fine too. But most people aren't that. You really just kind of need to go one thing at a time and, and be gentle with yourself, you know, as you, as you go through the changes and notice how much better you feel when you eliminate these things from your environment and your food supply. Mm, the beautiful thing about Meg's book, Get Well Now, is she actually gives you a list of questions to determine your own toxic burden, while she also provides some sample food plans and many resources as to how you can begin to shift into a healthier way of eating. And with so many resources that are out there now that are shipped directly to home, it doesn't matter where you live. You can now have organic foods, organic meats, and many supplements delivered right to you. Get Well Now is written for anyone struggling with a chronic condition that has been led to believe that you can never recover. It will be the antidote to permanently changing those beliefs and help you heal using food and your own powerful mind. Um, I invite you to learn more about Meg Hayworth and all of her books, but specifically to pick up Get Well Now, Healing Yourself with Food and the Power of the Mind. Go to meghayworth.com. Uh, she has healed from fibromyalgia, IBS, ulcers, chronic fatigue syndrome, depression, PTSD, and brain injuries from being struck by lightning in her own body. She knows what it truly takes to get well and to stay that way. Uh, and she has helped thousands through her years as a celebrity chef, wellness advisor, and doctor of transpersonal psychology, focusing on women abuse survivors. Uh, that has been drilled, distilled into this practical guide. So once again, go to meghayworth.com. 
We'll be right back after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Illness is a wake-up call. You have free will, which means you have choices. You can answer the call and take your healing into your own hands. You can ignore what is happening to your body, or you can knowingly push aside the pain until it comes to a critical mass, and you must do something to get well. When this happens, it's often too late. It's much harder to reverse the list of diseases that Meg mentions in her book once they've reached the acute stage. In many cases, you may never be able to. The sooner you take care of the problem, the sooner you can heal and get well. It's much easier to stay well than to get well. It will take every ounce of your energy to do so. All up to you. Meg's personal and professional recommendation is not to wait. My personal and professional recommendation is to get your copy of Get Well Now, Healing Yourself with Food and the Power of the Mind by Dr. Meg Hayworth. Again, you can go to her website, meghayworth.com. I want to go back to something that you said earlier, and you mentioned inflammation. 
And that's probably one of the biggest issues when it comes to creating disease. Our stress creates inflammation. The foods we eat creates inflammation. The air we drink, the water we we take in, the air we drink, the air we breathe, <laughs> the water we drink. <laughs> yeah. uh, everything that it seems is is causing that that inflammation. And so, can you give any suggestions? Um, in regard to the inflammation and our foods, uh, in addition to other steps to take, uh, you said starting with a food plan. What else can we do? Um, well, inflammation is um, basically the byproduct of things you're putting in your body or exposed to that are um, are causing symptoms and um, events that eventually lead to illness. Um, and and I, I, it made me think of persistent symptoms as something that I think a lot of people don't think about because it can eventually spill over into disease, like persistent headaches, persistent uh, rash that keeps coming back. It's just something that's just sort of like, oh, it just keeps coming back. It's not a real, it's not a thing, you know, we sort of put it aside. So, um, so at any rate, yeah. So, um, uh, Inflammation is just something that we all deal with, and there are many ways um, to, and I think one of, many things that we can do about it, but I think one of the, the key things really is to um, find, figure out what it is that's inflaming you, you know? Um, what, what's the problem? Uh, and, and, I, and one of the ways you do that is, is by finding out what the key inflammatory foods are and starting to eliminate them um, and, and see how your body feels when you bring the thing back in. I mean, that's one way to start uh, working with that and, like, the, the top eight allergens. Are, it's very easy to find all of this information on the inter- Internet these days because there's so much information out there about it. But, you know, things like gluten, dairy, soy, um, uh, corn, um, alcohol, caffeine, you know, and you could just try eliminating one thing and see how it does for you. Gluten, for instance, which actually is pretty easy to eliminate these days. Although you, you get so used to eating a certain way, you just can't even fathom not eating like that anymore. So, Now, um, in, in your bio, I've mentioned all of the different things that you have been able to heal yourself through in eating this way, such as IBS or fibromyalgia, um, ulcers, depression, PTSD, different things like that. What are mm-hmm. some of the other more well-known health issues that might surprise people that eating can eating, shifting their eating can also shift. Um, uh, kidney issues, um, fatty liver disease. Um, these things I'm hearing about more and more and more. More people are coming to me with them, um, and they're caused largely by the the Western diet. Um, like inflammatory uh, oils, you brought those up earlier in the, the conversation, um, and they're in everything. Canola oil, for instance. Um, knock out that one thing, canola oil. Just, you know, look at everything. It's in almost everything, and that is something that causes horrible inflammation in the body, and that's something that you could just stop stop eating, you know. Um, so focusing on whole oils, for instance. So, um, yeah, so I mean, that's one place to start. Now, I would think that one of the hardest places to shift the eating habits is if someone does eat out a lot. Restaurants seem to put a lot of extra salts, extra oils, uh, extra things into the food to enhance 
the taste. Uh, how would you suggest someone be able to be social uh, and enjoy going out while also shifting this into this different lifestyle? Um, yeah, I mean, I go out all the time. I, you know, I know uh, I find restaurants that have organic food or... Um, which, you know, may not be realistic in the areas where you are, but um, just even starting by when you go to order, um, look for basically meats and vegetables on a plate, you know, um, and what, what dish seems to have that in it. Um, this is how I even became a chef, was becoming aware of the ingredients that people were using in the kitchen um, because I had food allergies to gluten and dairy and soy, and, and so I needed to know... Um, what what they were preparing in restaurants. So I started learning, you know, all of the different things that they were putting into the food. And um, uh, one way is to also um, go to privately owned restaurants. These are the best anyway. You you uh, get to know the chef. You get to know the people that work there. Um, they'll make things up for you the way that you'd like them to. If something's on the menu and you see, oh, well, there's avocados back in that kitchen, um, then you can, you know, just... Like, just add avocado because you want a little more fat, because you want to feel a little more satiated when you eat a plate of, of vegetables with roast chicken or something. Um, so, so things like that. You just start thinking differently about what's on the menu and what you're putting in your body. And almost every place will accommodate you. Um, although some, some menus now say no substitutions, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but many places will accommodate you, especially if you're, you get familiar with the, the, uh, the chef and the, the, the owner of the place. And it's nice because then you feel like part of the family. So It seems like shifting into a healthier lifestyle and really advocating for oneself when it comes to their nutritional intake it's an act of self-love but also requires devotion and discipline and to a certain degree courage can you talk a Mm -hmm. little bit about the steps that an individual has to take to really commit to themselves Mm, yes you know the first thing to make any kind of change in your life is to come to a full on decision and this is the kind of decision that your whole body is on board with. Like, I, I'm doing this thing now. Like, I'm doing it. And when you claim that, so many things open up for you. It just brings you the books you need and the practitioners you need and the, the food you need and the people and all the stuff. It just comes rushing at you because you finally said, yes, <laughs> I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to make myself the priority. I think that that one moment of claiming your yourself and your health and that love for you is one of the most pivotal things you can do in any area of your life. But particularly this, because this, your food and the way that you think and feel and believe, those are the underpinnings for everything that happens for you. And so mindset's a really important part of this whole process. Yes, absolutely. I think mindset is it's a word that's used a lot. Um, and I think some people are kind of uncomfortable with it because it almost says like, okay, you can just change your mind or change your life just like that because there's something wrong with my mindset, you know? So I'm going to reset it right now. Um, and it doesn't always work that way. You know, a lot of the reason why we're 
eating a lot of sugar or drinking a lot of alcohol or um, swallowing food chemicals is so much deeper than, than you know, the, the food companies telling us this is what, what we have. Um, it, it goes into the emotional levels of the body. Um, and I think mindset really is about belief. And it's a belief that you have often in the unconscious part of you, uh, that part of you that you're not aware of, the stuff that's underneath the surface. And a lot of it has to do with past experiences you've been through and how your body remembered an experience, which is why I really specialize with um, abuse survivors with chronic illness. Um, that core experience and the way the body holds it has so much to do with why you can't even change your diet um, or why it's such a challenge for you to do that. Um, and that when you shift that, that to me is true mindset. It's shifting the unconscious belief. It's releasing that, letting it go. And, uh, and that, that act is self-love. And I guess that's why you've written the line in the book, the deeper problem is that most people don't really know themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are living in a, a, a world where they're living for other people. They're living up to expectations of society and family members, and um, this is how you're supposed to be. This is who I think I am, who I have been told I have am for my whole life, instead of asking the question, wait a minute, who am I really? Who am I? Why am I here? What's the purpose of my life? What, what do I really want? What's in my heart? What's calling deep beneath the surface? Um, for for me to to be aware of to to um, to do and be in this life, and when people start asking those questions, that's when life gets rich. It just gets amazing and so much mm. more powerful. We have just a couple of minutes left in the show, Meg, and you mentioned mm-hmm. that you worked with women abuse survivors, especially in, in, in relation to their bodies and their nutrition. Talk a little bit more about your work with abuse survivors. Yeah, um, and I, I say this too, for, this is one of the core things that was making me sick were the emotions held from my own experiences of abuse um, and so I know what it's like to be there because I went through sexual, physical, emotional, and um, intellectual abuse as well, um, where I was told I wasn't all that bright. And I had to overcome a lot. And so this this core experience, the way that our body holds our, the memory of our experience that's actually in the Adverse Childhood Experience Study, we know that there's a, a definite connection between what we think, feel, and experience and how our body remembers the experience um, and how we hold on to that in the unconscious. And that's what I'd love to get to. I created a technique called whole person integration technique that helps people release that. And I work with people all over the world to help them release that thing, that core experience, um, and then help them with their nutrition along the way to support their body to heal itself. But I I think it's at the deepest levels, when we go through difficult things in our lives, um, we all hold on to um, the emotions and the beliefs, really the beliefs. And I always come back to that because everything really starts with a thought. You know, the book I wrote couldn't be in your hand without it being thought up first. You know, this, the house that you're sitting in, it, it was thought up first. 
Um, and that same thing happens in the body, but that's not how we look at it in, in science. That's not how medicine looks at you. And I think when we start looking from that place first, we're going to have a lot more well people. Meg will tell you that we are led to believe that we are living so much longer now because of all the advancements in Western medicine. That may be true to some extent. They are doing incredible things now. They have also handled infectious diseases quite well that used to take out huge portions of the population. Meg sees so many people living on multiple medicines, uncomfortable procedures, multiple surgeries, and machinery that is keeping them alive and sick for decades. Alive and sick. That is why she wrote this book, and it is what it births from, that place of seeking wellness instead of long-term, chronic, never-going-to-go-away illness. Get your copy of Get Well Now, Healing Yourself with Food and the Power of the Mind. If you'd like to do deeper work, then contact Meg directly. Go to her website, meghayworth.com, and you can work with her personally in moving through any of your own core issues, food issues, nutrition, and abuse issues. Again, that's meghayworth.com. I want to mention, come on over to the after show of 1111 Talk Radio. It is the after party on the stereo app. Uh, You can click the link, the banner link in the center of the 1111 Talk Radio page. We will be going live at 1230 every Tuesday. And we talk about all kinds of things from wellness to creativity to holistic health to just laughing it up and having a good time. I want to talk directly with you, and you are my listeners. You can join the show, ask questions, share on any of the topics, and share your experiences and opinions. I want to hear everything, and I'd love to connect. So definitely download the app now. Uh, Look up my show page, Simran1111, and be a part of my show uh, after the 1111 Talk Radio Show. It is the after party. Next week, my guest will be Acharya Shunya, and she has a new book called Sovereign Self, and it is a beautiful book, so I hope you'll join me. Meg, thank you for being a part of the show. Once again, get her book, Get Well Now, Healing Yourself with Food and the Power of the Mind. Go to meghayworth.com. Until next week, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.